The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Aloha, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 6th of December. In your Squiz today, Chris Dawson, the subject of the Australian's The Teacher's Pet podcast series, has been arrested. Final day of Parliament, we'll tell you what's on. Tough week for Theresa May as Brexit decision looms. And who was best dressed, Beyonce or Ed Sheeran? This is your Squiz today. Chris Dawson was yesterday taken into custody by police where he will be extradited to New South Wales and face charges for the murder of his wife, Lynn Dawson, 37 years ago, Claire. This story's garnered national attention due to the investigative work of journalist Hedley Thomas in his podcast series, The Teacher's Pet, of which I think they've had 27 million downloads now. So a lot of people will be well and truly across this story. It's the new evidence given by Joanne Curtis that's given police reason enough to arrest him. Yeah, and it's a case that's found international attention. It's actually had really great um, uh, reception, the podcast overseas, and uh, it looks like evidence from not just Joe and Curtis but plenty of others who have fed into a police case that means that uh, the Department of Prosecutions have decided that they can now move forward with a prosecution and it's what the family and plenty of friends of Lynette Dawson have been really looking for for many, many years. Yeah, in the email, we've got some reaction from various people involved in the case, including Lynn's brother, Greg Sims. Chris's brother, Peter Dawson, has also put out a statement on behalf of the family saying that Chris will be found innocent. Bev McNally, who is the former babysitter of the Dawson family, has said it's a happy day and a sad one. People have to remember that as well. Are they any closer to finding out where Lynn might be buried, Claire? The magistrate uh, who looked at um, Dawson's extradition yesterday said that it's clearly a case about circumstantial evidence and it was interesting to see police say that they're working on some theories and that they're still looking for her body so clearly there's some more work to be done yeah absolutely on the final parliamentary sitting day of the year labor and the greens look to have support to legislate for faster medical treatment for asylum seekers and refugees on manus island and nauru This is something that's been building for quite a while. There's been lots said in recent months about medical treatment and access to medical care for those who are on Manus Island and Nauru. Uh, There's 10 children who remain on Nauru and there's a push for them to be removed from there and brought to Australia. There's also been doctors who are involved in the care of people um, in those areas to be brought to Australia more quickly when it's recommended by doctors. And really, this has had a push in the last couple of weeks after Karen Phelps, who herself is a former president of the Australian Medical Association, to change those uh, guidelines. So that might play out in Parliament today. We'll have to wait and see. It'll no doubt be a fraught last day of sittings. Yeah. Uh, On politics, D-Day for Theresa May and her Brexit plan is next Tuesday, the 11th of December, and it's been quite a tricky week for UK's PM. It has and it will continue to be. It, of course, has been the issue that has dominated uh, UK politics and has been the defining issue of her prime ministership. She's got to hold on and there's those who believe that perhaps she won't. But it's interesting to see a new poll says that support 
from uh, Britain's is declining for Brexit, no doubt. They're probably oh. sick to death of hearing of, about it. Yeah, but, but yeah also, a bit of fatigue. Um, yeah, it was a close-run thing, of course, the, the referendum to um, exit the European Union. So, yeah, another day historic, though, because government MPs were found in contempt of Parliament for refusing to publish some legal advice, which they eventually did. Mm. The funeral was held for George H.W. Bush in Washington overnight. Uh, quite emotional, uh, a really beautiful uh, service. I've had it on background for the last few hours and, yeah, some really interesting things said about George um, H.W. Bush. He lived a very full life. He, of course, got to a, a very good age in his 90s. Um, some really interesting and funny anecdotes. Uh, apparently, he liked to play golf, but very quickly he didn't dilly-dally. Um, <laughs> and also um, really enjoyed some colourful jokes that he and his mates used to send around via email. So you can just imagine um, that playing out in Texas. So, yeah, he um, is now heading back to Texas for uh, a burial tomorrow. Um, an urgent recall um, was issued by food authorities last night for Nana's family apple pies. Reports they may contain glass. Mm, delicious, Nana's family yeah. apple pies, but so not, delicious. not so great when they've got glass in them, and that's the fear. Uh, these are pies sold. They're the big family pies sold at all the supermarkets by the looks of things. They have a very specific best-before-date range. It's in mid-October 2020. Uh, right. And, yes, if, um, if you've got those, either return it to the supermarket for a refund or dump it in the bin. Over here, it was hard to miss the news yesterday of the slowdown in our annual growth. Very interesting one. So it's only been a day since the Reserve Bank gave its overview of the Australian economy. They were really pitching growth at 3.5%, but it came in at a bit of a surprise, quite a bit lower at 2.8%. That's an issue because the federal government's budget numbers are pitched at a rate of about 3%. Uh, and for various things to happen in the, the economy, they really need it to rev up above three. So lots of um, things being said today. Potentially um, pundits think that there might even be an interest rate cut. I know we've been talking mm, about interest rate rises. Um, but lots of interesting observations too about consumer spending, which is a low and that's an, an issue for the economy. Uh, it's also an insight into how consumers are feeling about how they're, they're travelling and, um, yeah, that potentially feeds into, of course, politics as we head towards an election and that general sense about how people are feeling about their economic well-being. So I love how excited you get about this stuff. It's so interesting. <laughs> it is so interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, expect this kind of sentiment to feed into election pitches as no doubt Scott Morrison who will try and pitch yeah. the coalition as better economic managers because that's um, what Liberal and coalition governments uh, always say. The Actor Awards were held in Sydney last night. There's a red carpet gallery in the email. As for outfits, though, it was the contrast of Beyonce and Ed Sheeran's garb whilst performing in South Africa that's lighting up the interwebs. And it really is quite hilarious when you see. There's some <laughs> videos there of their performance. Apparently their performance was quite incredible. They did a duet. That's the song Perfect. Perfect, yeah, yeah. which I, I haven't had the chance to actually watch the clip, but just looking at the pictures of their outfits, Ed Sheeran's in a slobby pair of jeans and a T-shirt, 
and she's standard Ed Sheeran, yeah, and Beyonce's in this incredible fuchsia number that <laughs> just has to be seen to be believed, and it's really drawn out uh, a lot of commentary about gender standards. And it's also, I mean, there's also the fact that that's their brand. I mean, Ed Sheeran's brand is a guy with a guitar and a T-shirt. Look, she looked very comfortable in her get-up and he looked very comfortable in his. So, yeah, others can decide whether that's good or bad. I really want to see the performance, actually. Yeah, me It's an amazing song. Yeah, it yeah. is. Um, sorry, is that the subject line? The subject line today is She's My Cherry Pie, uh, which... Um, it's, a, it's a fantastic American song given I'm over here. Just go with your gut. Yeah, exactly. I will. My <laughs> apple pie gut. <laughs> On that note, that'll do us for today. Jump into the Squiz Today email. Plenty more news in there, a bit more world news um, for one thing. If you like what we're doing at the Squiz, please tell people about it, whether it be the podcast or the daily email. If you do read the email every day this week, you'll go in the draw to win $100 to spend at Seller Masters. Have a great Thursday. We'll chat to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. A quick message now from our podcast partner, BHP. Across the next couple of weeks, we'll be talking to Squizzers about BHP and the work they're doing to provide the materials that we need to transition to a low emission economy for the energy transition. At the start of the podcast, you heard how copper is used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. So when it comes to producing it, reducing emissions is a priority. And that's why BHP is making solar, wind and battery deals to help power their South Australian Olympic dam copper mine. It's happening now at BHP.